So, okay, I can say like this. Um, you're right. We did talk about this um, all the time. And the reason for the division is honestly perception. Most immigrants come here thinking this is the best place for opportunity to excel. And the division comes in when, let's say, you're African-American here and you're like, hey, the struggle is real. This is so hard to get ahead because I'm black, everything like that. And then immigrants come here, they're like, I didn't grow up speaking English. I have to learn your language and get over here, do all these forms of paperwork and everything, and I'm excelling past you. You're lazy. You're making too many excuses. And I think the biggest issue is like kind of what me and you phrase, we always talk about this. Some people live in that pain for too long, even though life passes them by. And that's the biggest reason for it. That's it. That that's it. Yes, sir. People live in that pain and life passes them by. Because everybody could be like, hey, you know, man, I was dealt a bad hand. And that's that may be right. You're right. But are you going to play the best way you can with the hand or are you just going to keep complaining about the hand you got dealt? And I feel like most people complain about the hand they've been dealt and don't accept the hand that they've been dealt and make the best with it. And that's the biggest divide. y'all thank you for tuning in to another episode of therapy for your popular opinions i'm here with fraser and Quan. what's going on with y'all man what's going on fraser man shoot pretty good overall it's been a good week despite the fact that the market was bleeding there's a whole lot of red in the market this past week wasn't fun but there's been a few buying opportunities and you know hey some stocks is on sale so overall can't complain are you buying Give, give people a little snippet are you buying I will be buying if I wasn't in the process of transferring to another brokerage. So oh, this nigga cheating on cheating on the brokers. Okay. Damn right. They don't they don't love me. Ain't no ain't no loyalty out here. I'm going with whoever offer me the best package. Hmm. That's what she said. What's going on, Quan, man? What's going on with you, man? Man, I'm good. No complaints. Weather good out here. Ain't no freeze, ain't no flooding. So yeah, I'm I'm good right now. Work was good. Let's get to the shits. All right. Ain't no more too much. I'm not going to delay this too much. Hey, I had a good week, man. Visiting my people. Work was cool and chill. Um, and I think I'm going to have a really chill next week. Hopefully, it does not rain too much because, yeah, it's going to mess up my plans a little bit. Um, so, hey, you know, y'all know we went to school together. All right. The minority culture class. Y'all know there was a whole lot of things I kind of didn't understand walking that line until I went to college and I was aware of situations that were like different for me, but normalized to everybody else, you know? Um, like for instance, it wasn't until I went, went to school, I saw so much division within the African-American community. You know what I'm saying? Uh, did, I guess, Fraser, did, growing up, did you see that type of division? Is that kind of understandable to you? 
from your perspective or um, was it a kind of a different environment where you kind of got the opportunity to see that? Well, looking back on it, a lot of stuff I didn't really notice because honestly, how I moved, it just really didn't really affect me much. Cause you know, my high school was like over 90% black. So like, that's when as we know we're around black people. So I didn't really see a whole lot of like the colorism per se, but looking back on it, I definitely saw there was like a different, you know, people like, you know, people like, you know, parents, you know, delighted, you know, the light skinned females, you know, they were getting a bit more attention, you know, some of the darker skinned females to a degree. But honestly, like, as I got older, like to me, it's like, yo, like, you know, if you find somebody, no, I like them. It just whether it doesn't matter, you know, if they're darker or of a lighter, lighter shade of skin. It wasn't really till I got to PV, like you said, to where I really started to notice, like, oh, this is like actually a thing, and actually yeah. speak on it, and actually seeing documentaries and whatnot, which I really started getting into during my time PV and afterward, to where I started to realize, oh, this is really actually a thing that a lot of people actually feel like real deeply and like real passionate about. So definitely, it was like once I got to PV, that's when I really started to notice. Got you. Um, yeah, like, you know, just a small aspect of it is colorism. Like, for instance, I grew up in Houston, a big, wide my minority area. So, like, everybody was everything else. And nobody really cared of, like, you're this type of Black person versus this and that and all this, like, nitpicky stuff. Nobody really cared. It wasn't until I went to HBCU then it's, everybody, I felt like everybody was kind of being real nitpicky with a lot of things that I kind of honestly didn't. I thought it was going to be a whole, I like, maybe it's me. I had that, you know, that, that high school mindset of like, I was about to be kumbaya, we're about to be chilling, you know, whatever, whatever. And it was just like, oh, you know, you think you the shit because you like skin? Well, fuck you did, bitch. It's like, whoa, 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 hold on now. Whoa, trigger then, alert. Trigger alert. You know, and, um, and then, you know, like, I'm just referencing a couple of comments that I know people are going to be salty about, but, hey, I'm just referencing a little bit. Like, you know, another comment I think people have been told is, like, you're, you know, you're pretty for a dark-skinned chick. You know what I'm saying? It's just, I'm just going ahead and do it. Well, what about you? Did you feel like um, you you knew about some of these divisions? In, not necessarily just colorism, but, like, some of these divisions in the community before college? Or did that kind of eye open a little bit more for you? Um, I knew about it because I would see like the light skin stuff growing up. Like you would see majority of people go after light skin women. Like so, you you saw it. Like I watched it, but it wasn't until I got to college where I kind of like started doing my history on it, doing my research, and started like paying attention to it. And I was like, oh shit! Like y'all. Y'all really do this. Like, it's it's stupid, but y'all really do this. Like, growing up, it was just typical, you know, everyone gassing the, the light-skinned woman. You, you, you know how it was. Or everybody making fun of the light-skinned guy. Because, you know, they're feminine. You know, you can fight them, all, all that stuff. So we knew the stereotypes for everyone. But, you know, you think it's all funny games in high school. Like, oh, you're just joking. It's not that deep. And then you get to college and it's like, oh shit, it's really like some of y'all, it's really that deep for some of y'all. So, but yeah, did I recognize it? For sure. Did I think it was super serious? Not until I got to college, to be honest. Got you. Yeah. Um, like just in that 
like for instance, just in that space, honestly, that was a uh, one of the things I could I could say just throwing up to both of y'all, you know. Um what do y'all think what do y'all think are some of the biggest reasons or divisions in the African American community? Like I know we already know another division is the separation between Africans and African Americans and that why that brick wall is there and how that doesn't help anybody because you're all on the same side. But you know, I'm just leaving it up to y'all to see about that and then go we'll get back into it. What do y'all have? Okay, so so we're just talking about outside of the one you just mentioned as far as like, you know, the African, African American outside of that one. Yeah, well you could elaborate um, if you want to on it if you you know, it's kind of however you think, you know. Okay. Cause honestly, when I think of that when it comes, you know, the African, African American community, because I feel like just the growing up in America, the black person's experience is different as opposed to like I say, you know, a person who grew up in Africa as opposed to then coming over here to America. Because I feel like just, you know, the the lifestyle and just, you know, going, it's different because I feel like here, like in America, we as black people, it's like, we've always kind of like just been in survivor mode. And it is like, we've always feel like just, we've been behind the eight ball and we just haven't had a fair shot. And to a degree, you know, actually a lot of that is true. But it's like at the at the end of the day, you know, we've never truly been able to get past that, as opposed to, you know, you see other, you know, communities come over where you say, you know, people, you know, from Africa, you know, whether it be, you know, Nigeria, you know, shout out store, wherever, wherever they come from, that sense of like community and just bonding and just, you know, knowing where you come from, knowing where your roots are and like knowing like, you know, the sense of family just being so strong as opposed to being here in America, like we, we have a strong sense of family as a black community, but it's like fully tracing back our roots. We don't have that to where the foundation for a lot of black people in America is not always the strongest when it comes to family. Like I'm blessed to say like I had to have a strong family, strong foundation with my family. And it's like, I kind of have a sense, you know, okay, you know, my grandfather did this, you know, his friends, you know, we got a foundation, but a lot of people, they don't really have that. And it's like, they don't really know what, like, we don't really know like where we're from. Like, I can probably try and see, but it's like, I don't know exactly where my family comes from, but it's like, feel like, you know, Derek, like you probably know that, know that with your family, I like to gather and just, you know, that was brought up to where a certain sense of security and like, no, it's like, no, no, like I have this feeling of, I know who I am. I know my family's about, I know what I'm about. As opposed to like black people in America, we tend to have this insecurity and a lot of that was instilled in us, like you say, going back to the colorism, because people of the fair skin were treated differently as opposed to those who were darker skin. And the fair skin, it's like they got a little, oh, I'm getting more than crumbs. I'm actually getting a little peace. And it's like they just they just had a stronghold on. It's like whatever I can do to help me and me and mine out, that's what I'm going to do. And I'm not really going to worry about y'all because, look, whether it be y'all in the field or you have these low-paying jobs, well, look, that's you. I'm going to worry about me and mine, myself as opposed to the greater community. So I feel like that's something that we're still dealing with to this day. And we've really just yet to really have a sit down and honest conversation. And a lot of times I feel like, you know, you know, you know, the Africans, you know, coming over strictly from Africa, they kind of feel like, okay, why y'all complaining? Cause y'all are in America, y'all can get to it. And like, y'all can do just as well as we are. Cause like, at the end of the day, we focusing on what we can do in our people and building our community up. But it's like, y'all seen them come in and like have these excuses and complaining and someone, some might say lazy, but it's like, I feel like that just, it's easy just getting it back and forth to where like nothing really gets accomplished in the one to where this, like you say, there's this, not beef, but there's this disconnect. 
that neither side has just fully been able to, you know, bridge the gap on. So that's mm-hmm. some of my thoughts on that. No, I, I like it. I think he spoke to a lot of stuff of like kind of the um, not having the, the tracing rules. What's, I guess, in a sense, I know you elaborated a little bit. I wanted you to speak on it a little bit more. No. What do you think the benefit of tracing your roots has? Like, what do you th- what do you think that you're missing potentially um, in your life of what what that you know what I mean? I mean, there's a part of me just like with just truly like to know, okay, where exactly you know did my family come from? Like, what are my origins? Because it's just you just a sense of just that connectiveness, you know. And just like many other groups, like when you see where you come from and like, you know, where you started from, okay, we started from here. Okay, maybe this is what I can do to like better the family or take to that next step. As opposed to, you know, a lot, you know, a lot of black people in America, a lot of they probably don't have a full, can't really fully trace their family tree. So a lot of them, it's like, they're kind of pretty much having to figure it out on their own. It's like, okay, don't really have a solid foundation. So I pretty much, I have to make the foundation and build upon that, which, you know, a lot of us do. But it's like it's different because I feel like especially all the other communities, like having that strong sense of foundation of where you're coming from, like where you started from, like, hey, look, your great great grandparents or look, they came here, they had next to nothing, but they built up and look, they would provide for their families and you're the next iteration of that. Like you're their wildest dream. So you need to take it to that next level. But it's like we don't really get taught that per se growing up because like we a lot of us can't really trace our family trees as far back as other you know communities communities can and i just believe like i want to say i'm missing but it would be good just to know just you know how far back you know my family tree goes because it's like oh damn you know we were able to come from this and here we are today you know in 2021 and it's like yo okay i know where to take it to like because i know my foundation is i know where to take it to next like i can't think of that bar that j cole wait i don't know if it was cold Somebody has said a drop a mean ass bar talking about you know you don't know really I think it was Big Sean actually talking about you don't know really where where you from but it's like but you did but shout out to people like who didn't know where they from and where they knew how to take it from yeah I get where you're going yeah I butchered that but y'all you, you did but let's keep let's keep we keep rolling I think the thing I like that you said is the identity point yeah the identity that's the biggest thing because it's like identity is like who you are. And like, you know, for a long time, a lot of black people in this country, it's just like, they were just, it was like, push them say, oh man, look, now that y'all played, then y'all was free, and that was it. And it's like, I hate the narrative. Some people push and make it seem like, oh, all the black folks have a slavery. No, we, that wasn't our fucking history. No, we was doing a hell of a lot way before that. That's just what gets pushed to us, which a lot of us are doing better. In fact, shout out to Quan dropping, you know, these bars for Black History Month that he's dropping every day. Or he's actually putting me on to a lot of people that I wouldn't know. It's like, oh, okay, no, we was doing this. It's like too much of that. We we get, okay, yes, we were enslaved. We yeah, we get that. But it's like we had a history before that, and we there was that history like after that. Cause I really hate that narrative. Some people push it's like, yo, oh, we don't really like, oh, maybe we don't have like a like sound like some like you know whether it be you know the chinese community or other communities like oh they have this rich culture and history you know these black people have that like no we do you can really reach a lot of that go on youtube so i just hate that narrative that tends to get pushed in the black community personally but go ahead yeah kwan what do you you guys say 
Um, that's what I was going to hit on because I've had conversations with Smiles about this multiple times. The division within the Black and African community is the dumbest shit ever. I'll be completely honest with you. Like, if you track our roots, my nigga, we, yo, we, we come from the same place. Like, I told Dad this straight up. The only difference between Black and Africans is that some white people came and took my people and brought us to America. Like, that's really the big difference. Like, my people were slaves, your people wasn't. So when you hear these debates about Africans versus Blacks, I'm like, yo, we got the same skin. I could probably track my roots back, like depending on how far you want to go. A lot of people can track their roots back all the way to like, yo, like where your ancestors and stuff come from. So that division within that community is the most outrageous thing ever because it's like we don't have the ability to be divided if that makes any sense speak like, on it speak like on we, it Juan. like we can't afford to be divided so when i hear african versus black when you can easily just come together and speak on the culture but we let stereotypes such as yo africans think black people are lazy Black people think African people are dirty. I know what they're doing. And we let little shit like that get in the way. And it's the dumbest thing ever. Because it's literally stereotypes saying, well, I think I think of them like this. I think of them like that. Instead of just coming together, having that conversation, and then also understanding, like, yo, we literally come from the same place. So why do y'all have this divide in this community when we only make up about 13 to 14% of this goddamn country? Like it, it, it's the dumbest thing ever. So, nah, bro. I definitely would have to agree. Like at the end of the day, we come from the same place. Like I don't want to say you know I'm trying to hit this you know kumbiashi kumbiashi, but it's like yo, we legit pulled our resources together, bro. We be running this country. Probably. And even think about it like this: like you're talking about it. Like your examples was people who come from Africa to America, nigga, smart. Nigga Smiles was born here. Like he ain't like like he's a nigga like me and you. Wow. He, he he is the most nigga person I've ever met from Houston. You would not know he's African until you heard his last name. Straight up. I tell people that all the time. You would yes. not know until you heard his last name because he acts it sounds like a typical person who grew up in the states because he did. Yes. But he has that culture from the African background, like his people grew up in Nigeria. So he's able to combine those and he's able to, you know, work with both sides, which is, yo, I grew up with child. So I know how it goes in the black community, but my people also raised me on my own culture. So I know that I know that as well. So he's one of the few people he can bring it together. And he's really good at like having those conversations. Cause you know, he went to all black high school. He went to dopey. I've seen smiles in those African get-ups that he really don't like wearing because he I know he hates those. But I've seen him in those before. I've seen him talk to Nigerian people and have those deep conversations with them. I've also seen him have those conversations with black people because he knows both sides of it. Like he's really good at that. But it's a lot of people who like are born here. And for some reason they still have that divide, even though it's like, yo, you kind of grew up on both sides. So like why do we have this divide? I understand where 
me and you, Vic, like what we may have our ignorance at a little bit, but it's just one of those things like once again, we shouldn't be divided, but for some reason, black people tend to make things harder on themselves. Like we want to have that division. We want to bring up those stereotypes. We want to have that beef because if you're not this type of black person, I can't rock with you and things like that. So that was deep. Yeah, real quick, bro. I was going to say, well, first off, Quan, the hella gem that you dropped right there. But there, that I wanted to like ask you, like, say, if you've grown up pretty much in both cultures, you know, the African American culture, and then you know, the black, you know, black people culture here in America, what's like between the difference? What do you see, like, as far as like, you know, when it comes to that, why that divide, or what is like, you know, people from the African, you know, community feel about black people here in America? Why is that? Because I know we've had talks about that, you know, beforehand, and a lot of like what you had told me, like, it, it makes sense, and plus, like. I think I was in a mindset where I could, I could receive that, but not, you know, getting my feelings about it or feel some type of way, but understand, okay, there's some truth to what you're saying, but also this is something else to factor into. So I want to get your thoughts on that. So, okay, I can say like this. Um, you're right. We did talk about this um, all the time. And the reason for the division is honestly perception. Most immigrants come here thinking this is the best place for opportunity to excel. And the division comes in when, let's say, you're African-American here, and you're like, hey, the struggle is real. This is so hard to get ahead because I'm Black, everything like that. And then immigrants come here, they're like, I didn't grow up speaking English. I had to learn your language and get over here, do all these forms of paperwork and everything, and I'm excelling past you you're lazy. You're making too many excuses. And I think the biggest issue is like kind of what me and you phrase, we always talk about this. Some people live in that pain for too long, even though life passes them by. And that's the biggest reason for it. That's it. That that's it. Yes, sir. People live in that pain and life passes them by because everybody could be like, Hey, you know, man, I was dealt a bad hand. And that's, that may be right. You're right but are you going to play the best way you can with that hand? Or are you just going to keep complaining about the hand you got dealt? And I feel like most people complain about the hand they've been dealt and don't accept the hand that they've been dealt and make the best with it. And that's the biggest divide. The world does not owe you or myself or anybody, any understanding. Like straight up. Heard that from a, heard that from a guy, Kevin Samuels. Have you, people had a thousand feelings on him, but he does drop gems. And I remember when he said when he said that, it really made me think. It's like, nah, that's real. At the end of the day, world doesn't owe you and I understanding. So, like I say, bro, that pain, look, that is legitimate, and look, there is merit to it. But at the end of the day, you just going on with that pain. A lot of people are not going to want to deal with that. So, we as a community, we have to honestly figure out a way to get past that. And it has gotten better, but there's still, we still have a long way to go. And just honestly, talks that we're having that dare that you have, you know, with between you and I and, you know, you and Quan, those are conversations that really need to continue to be had so we can actually come up with a solution. So, okay, look, we know there's a problem. What's the solution? Because we can't just have this back and forth, you know, between, you know, different, you know, cultures because like we're all the same and it's like, 
nobody's going to benefit from that outside of, you know, these other, these, uh, you know, these non-Black, you know, and African, you know, communities, they're the ones, they're the ones who are going to benefit from that. Oh, yeah, I completely agree. And honestly, I can say like this, just speaking to it, I feel like people like myself who understand both cultures, it's a big, it should be a bigger, potentially pressing issue to speak and help bridge that gap. Because I understand both, both parties. You know, I feel like one side wants to be heard and acknowledge of the pain of like, you know, lack of knowledge. The other side is like, okay, when do you get past it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and you find out Derek winds up having to be the mediator for the Black and African American community in America. Like, well, it's gonna be tough. People gonna be in their feelings, and I'm probably gonna be vetoed off the panel. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure you are. Yeah, I was gonna say like, and Quan spoke about this, and I could say I want to elaborate a little bit on it. We don't have the privilege of being divided to accomplish big time goals. That's the issue. I feel like everybody looks at how other people, other communities can be divided and still accomplish things. That's them. You can't do that. Like, let's, let's, let's be honest. You know, we need as much support as we can and be united. We don't need the division of like, hey, you don't, I don't think you support my views on this stuff that, or this and that. That's what I feel like is killing the divide. Like, for instance, let's, for instance, um, just, Bringing it down to a small example. All right, all three of us were in the business department. I remember there was a point in time, I think me and Quan even, uh, mind you, you know, we roomed with each other sophomore year and everything like that. But like, let's say me and Quan even were all trying to get a similar internship or something like that, some type of program stuff that they had in the business department. Like, I didn't grow up with the crab in a barrel mindset of like trying to pull him down for me to get up. And I know a lot of people, when we interviewed for the same thing, they were like, man, you know, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, best man gets it. Like that's, it's just that simple. Like if I didn't get it, I wasn't qualified. I'm not going to be tripping about it. You know, somebody else got it who's probably deserving of it. And I think that the mindset a lot of people have is like, if I don't get it, I don't want you to get it for some reason. I don't understand that. You know, um, I feel like I can only control what I, what's in my control and that's it. You know what I mean? So what do you think about that phrase? No, I'd have to agree because at the end of the day, when it comes to an interview, like with me knowing you and how you are and how you move, you're going to put your best foot forward when it comes to interview. You're going to go in there prepared and like say, give it your effort. And like you say, if someone else gets it, like, yo, they were the better man or better woman, you know, for the for the opportunity. And like I say, you're not gonna, you know, man, oh Frazier don't get it, or I try to like quote unquote like sabotage somebody. It's like, oh, I was like, yo, Derek, so how do you think what do you think I shit on? Man, I don't know, man. You just go in there and wing it, you'll be all right. You're like that that's not gonna be you. It's like you'll give help. It's like, man, look. You know, we hit on this, this, that, and the third. This may be something you want to look into. You know, something like that. Real, yeah, you're real tall. I keep I, you know what I mean? You're right. Go ahead. Yeah, because it's like you know yourself and you're not so insecure to where you feel like you have to like, not like you say, knock somebody down to better, to boost yourself up or to boost your ability to get whatever position that, you know, you're applying for or whatever. So a lot of times, you know, too many people from both sides, they had that mindset to where it's like, okay, if I can get it, I'm going to sabotage, you know, and knock you down as opposed to, yo, 
if I get this, you know, if I get you put on with the internship, whatever, like I'm gonna make sure, like, okay, if this is me, if I got it this semester this summer, then you know, maybe next summer or whatever, I can put in a good word, you know, but hey, this you know, my friend Derek, you know, he does this that third, this is someone that maybe I should look into, like maybe, you know, for getting him, you know, to the accounting department or whatnot. So, because it's like that's what every other community does. And that's just it's just normal. It's not a debate, it's not a man, well. I don't really, I don't really rock with, I don't really rock with man, you know, man, he's this, or man, she's that, or this person light skin, like, I can't really rock with him, but they just get over that, it's like, yo, this is for the betterment, betterment of our community, so you just gotta get over that. Yeah, Quan, can you speak on that a little bit, like, what do you, what do you think about, um, kind of like, not necessarily, you know, like, remember me and you, Quan, we talked about this all the time. And I didn't understand the mindset that I learned as I got older about people who work hard, parents who work hard, an example, who work hard and they're like, hey, I had to get out the mud so my kids got to do the same. And it's like, aren't you supposed to help them get a better footing than you had? That's the whole, you know what I mean? Like, I'm willing to sacrifice for my kids to get better than me so they don't have to go start from zero. You know, they may, it's an accomplishment as long as they start from one compared to my zero. You know what I mean? Okay, so even before I get to that, going off what y'all said before, and I tell people this all the time, whether you realize it or not, a lot of division within that Black community, sadly, a lot of it does derive from like our history and slavery and stuff, like that crab in the bucket mindset, us pulling us down, us trying to do the most just to impress other niggas and all that shit. Like, that's kind of what was ingrained in us for the most part and i think that's why it happens so much like for the most part as i've got older i don't really see it a lot i saw it in college now i don't know if that was ego people just trying to you know you, you we all know how it was in college we for the most part we saw 18 through 22 by the time we graduated so for that one it's like 50 50 but i did see it in college so with that was just one of those things where like it just always goes back to what I said before. We just really can't afford to be divided. Like I'm not going to beat you down if you get a job over me because I'm one of those people. If I don't get something, I would like to look into why I didn't get a talk better myself later. Like I'm one of those people because I know whenever opportunities come up, I tell niggas all the time, I take advantage of every opportunity that I get. So if something doesn't go my way, that's self-reflection for me and what I need to do in the long run. Now, as far as what Smiles is talking about, whenever it comes to like, you know, putting people on within the black community. And I, I was told him I was listening to the Breakfast Club. I think it was the guy from Black and she was on there. One of my biggest pet peeves that I have in the black community is that we have this, I need to work from the ground up to get to where I need to be but you see all these other coaches putting on all their kids with no issue and they take full advantage of it. I think that is the most stupidest shit in the black community that we were ever taught. Yo, if I came from the mud and I had to do what I needed to do to come up, why the fuck would I put my child through that shit? If I went through the mud to make it easier for my child so they don't have to go through that, why wouldn't I put the moment if I'm doing something? If I'm working at this Fortune 500 company, why can I get them on like that shit if I have the ability to? I want to make it easier for you. We have this mindset of where, you you know, 
you know, you're not going to make them tough. You're not going to make them thick. Nigga, I don't give a damn. The point of everything that I've been through is to get to them, is to set them up for success at the end of the day. So it makes no sense to me where in the black community, we can have people who can literally get you on or help you. Like not even like, not even as a handout, just, yo, I did all this work to get to this point and you're going to deny the help because of ego or you want to get it yourself. But you see all these other communities always doing that. That's like the dumbest thing that was ever taught that everything has to be tighten up your boots and bring it through the mud. Nah, if I got the ability to help y'all, I'm going to help y'all, dog. It's just that simple. If I got the ability to try to put people on and get them in better positions, what was the point of me going through all the mud digging for me if I can't put y'all niggas on or if I can't put my my kids on or if I can't set them up for success where they don't have to go through half of the shit that I went through? Nah, man. Like I say, Quan, you said a lot right there, bro. Honestly, look, that's real. And I just felt too many times, like, speaking of, you know, like from my point of view, when it comes to you know black people in America, like too many times we've gotten conditioned and just used to the struggle and gotten comfortable in the struggle. Like just the struggle, whether it be the grind or just you know getting it, you know, getting it from out the mud. Just I just like I say, go back to just being always in that survival mode to where it's like, nah, I gotta get it. Nah, it's just, I gotta do it this way. It's like, yo, know, there are easier ways. Like, y'all probably heard me say this say this before. Is you know. More than one way to skin a cat. Like, yo, there's easier ways we can go about doing this. And we have to realize that, like I said, yo, put, you know, put somebody on, you know, especially, you know, you know, they're, they're going to put the work in, you know, each one teach one. Yo, Quan, I'm going to put you on. So look, when you catch on and do what you do, yo, go put somebody else on and vice versa. That's the way, like how everybody else does it, how they, you know, get ahead. We just kind of got to get that out of our mindset. Because we just get caught up, we just get caught up to in like little things that don't really matter. It's like, okay, if you don't agree with this, every single thing that I think and I believe in, too many times, like, okay, nah, I ain't gonna rock with them because we have this disagreement with this part. The one thing that I would say, and I was talking to my homeboy John, Smiles Man John, when he came out to Austin, he said something that I ain't even gonna say it was super deep, but when he said it, it caught my attention. Like, we was talking about something. He was like, yeah, you know, blah, 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 the struggle. And he was like, how come every time we talk about something within the Black community, we got to bring up the struggle? He said, why does everything have to be a struggle within the Black community? And that's real. Like, everything, we link everything to the struggle this, the struggle this, the struggle that. And I understand, like, it's because we grew up in America, the racism, slavery. I understand it. The st- I understand all of that. But we got to start making it seem like, yo, everything comes from the mud or the struggle. Because it makes it seem like, yo, like, like, it's like, yo, we're somewhat better than that. Like I said before, we have to, some of us do have the ability to help others and put people on. Like, everything don't have to, it's like we sometimes, not all the times, but sometimes we force the struggle on ourselves. Just like kind of what you said, like that mindset we have. And I just think sometimes we need to break that mindset. Like everything doesn't have to be from the struggle mindset for the most part. Definitely, bro. Because a lot of times we've, I feel like we've glamorized the struggle. That's what it comes down to. 
Like we glamorize the struggle. You, we've seen all the movies. Like we've seen, we've seen it all. That's why a lot of people they just kind of get tired of it because it's like they see it so much. Like yo, why we always gotta talk about the struggles? Like we get it. We know the struggles. We get it. And it's like I don't want to ever people get to the mindset. It's like they tired of hearing about the struggle because it's an important part, you know, of our story and how we got to where we are. But we just have to make sure we don't overdo it and over push it on people. Cause at the end of the day, some people like, like you say, like homeboy saying, it's like, why wow, that was got to be about the struggle. It's like, we've done a lot since then. So it's like going forward, acknowledge the struggle, but also acknowledge doesn't always have to come up out the mud. You can get, you can get put on, you can, you know, and I know run your own business, you know, put your people on, look, reinvest into the community to where it's like help. It might help a kid, you know, catch on somewhere else where they don't have to just be, just feel like they're in the struggle, they're in the grind, you know, if they're like, you know, 16, 17 years old, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be like that. So that's how I look at it personally, to where, yo, it doesn't have to be in the struggle. We can honestly do better with the black and African, you know, American community coming together to where it's like, it doesn't really have to be that struggle. That's kind of how I look at it. Yeah, now that's, I feel like we, we um, had talked about a lot right here. And I, I guess one thing that I'm always, you know, like in general conversations sometimes, like I feel like we identified a lot of issues and divisions in the community, but how do you think we can fix it? How do you think we could fix that mindset that I know Kwan you was talking about that was installed instilled in us from slavery that we may keep and all this other stuff? Like, what do you think, Kwan? How do we kind of fix the issues that we identified today? Um, so when it comes to us, like Africans and the black community, to be honest, I just think we need to have conversations and talk and stop being opposed to those conversations but we slowly need to also start breaking those BS stereotypes that we have of each other. And we all know the stereotypes that we're talking about. Like we all, we've heard them, whether you use them or not, we don't know, but we all know. So you kind of just need to step up and start having those conversations and start trying to come together. Because once again, we're one of the only communities that are divided and we cannot be divided when you live in this country. It just rolls like that. And then also, sadly, people, you know, people are not going to want to hear this. And this is probably going to shock smiles. You got some people who, who just don't give a damn and they don't really care about trying to unify. Like you got some people who want to do things their way, their steps. And if you give them any type of pushback at all, they're like, fuck you. Or, or if you don't have their same ideology, they're like, fuck you. And that's what kind of kills us in the black community where for some people, if you don't agree on everything, it's over. Like shit, if you, you know, read your books and do your history lessons, Malcolm X and MLK, Malcolm X didn't like MLK. We know what he used to call him all the time, but towards the end of, you know, right before Malcolm X got assassinated, he's like, yo, I'm willing to work with him. We may have different views, but at the same time, we want to come to the same goal. And that's all it comes down to. If we have the same goal in, in, um, in common, even though we have different views, as long as you're trying to get to the same goal, we're all doing the same thing. And I think as long as we just split that middleman of, oh, we need to be agreed on everything, that, that that's just not true. We can have different views, but if we got that same goal, just need to come together, 
hashing things out, even if it's a, hey, you do you do this your way, I do this my way, but at the end of the day, as long as we try to get to where we, where we need to be, that's all that matters. So I think once we take out that whole little, in my feelings, everything has to be my way, this way, at this moment, and we don't do it like this, I don't want to rock with you, until we can break that mindset, it's just going to be hard for us. And until we're actually ready to have those conversations between the black and the African community. So like you saying change that you don't want to communicate with somebody unless they agree with you. I, I think that's a big thing. I think once people hear that you have an opposing view, I'm not interested in, I'm not interested in communicating with you unless you're trying to understand what I'm saying versus me trying to learn. How did you get to what you thought? And keep in mind, I still ag agree with the goal you have in mind. I just have a different way of getting to that goal. And right then and there, it's over. Like for most part, for most people, it ends right. Like, like that's how that's how it is for the most part. You got some people who are willing to be like, look, man, let's try to figure something out. You got other people who are just like, yo, you feel this way, I feel this way, fuck off. That's only hurting us at the end of the day. So yeah, I agree. What do you what do you think, Fraser? How do you think we could um, build these relationships and kind of fix the mindset of the track that we're we're on right now? Like like how Quan said earlier, I just had to piggyback off of that. Just like how Martin Luther King Jr. and you know Malcolm X had their differences early on, earlier on. But it's like, you know, towards the end they came together, it's like, yo, we want the same thing, the betterment of black people in America. Like, that's all that matters. Doesn't really matter, you know, how we get there because we have the same goal. Too many times I feel like, you know, like people just tend to get caught up in just, okay, they don't agree with, you know, this is down the third, like their view isn't exactly the same as mine, or we get caught up in little details, minute details. But like with other groups, it's like, you know, we have the main goal. Like we all agree, this is what we want, you know, for the group as a whole. Okay, how can we go about it? Like then we, then we get caught up in like, you know, little differences and for like we we're talking between the black you know the african community we have to get back past these little differences or like you know how we move as far as like you know like whether it be whether in work or like how we do relationships like and how we deal with each other we need to get past that and just realize okay yo we want the betterment we want the betterment for the group as a whole we can agree on that right cool all right Let's put a plan together. Okay, this is what I think. Okay, this is what my group thinks. Okay, my group think this. Okay, let's just, just get to dialogue. Like you sit, you know, people down in a room. It's like, okay, we know what we want. Let's get to it at the end of the day. And if, right now, honestly, if we're not going to have these talks now, then when? Like, eventually, it just comes down to that. You have to be willing to, look, sit down, look, be adults about the situation and hash it out. And I don't know how else to put it at the end of the day. Like, you just got to look, put it, look, put it on the table and talk it out. Yeah. Um, one thing I probably was feel like is help is for sure. Like we all talk about communication and I feel like communicate to understand, not to prove your point. You know, I feel like even like me and, like me and y'all, we talk all the time about all these different things that we talk to other people about and bring it together. But it's kind of like the main thing is I feel like there's a lot of opportunities missed that we can grow together because people 
have the mindset, you're wrong for thinking the way you think and let me tell you why you're wrong. Instead of how did you, what made you think that this is the best method? Like for instance, what Kwan was trying to point out the most is always like, if we have the same goal and we have different ways of attack, let's, let's talk about it, let's strategize. We have the same goals, you know? We're not enemies, but I feel like people think we're enemies because of our process versus the same goals. Well, not only that, people think we're enemies because of what, what we do to each other. Like, we we literally attack each other. So, I would think we're enemies, too, if you got people from our side, you know, coming at you in negative ways, and you got people from the African side saying, like, yo, right off the rip, y'all lazy as fuck, all y'all do is complain and blah, 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 blah. So, it makes sense why, like, you know, you have, like, why we have that rip. Like, Smile's been knowing me for 11 years now, and Caleb, Smile's African background, me black as fuck. Grew up in grew up in America. No, I, like got to do my my ancestry and stuff. Me and Smiles got the same work ethic, and I'm pretty sure he wouldn't deny that. We grew up completely different. Didn't meet him until I got to college, but we both grind and hurt and work the same as that way. Like we are like yo, all the all the stuff that's going on in the country, we understand it. It's effed up. I'm going to acknowledge it. But I'm, I'm gonna get to where I, I'm gonna get to where I want to be one way or another, like straight up. That's just how we are, and that's one of the things that brought us closer together when we came in common. Like, yo, when things started going on with our family, we stepped up. We did what we had to do to, you know, make sure we got to where we need to be. Which at the current moment is paying off, but we still got, you know, we got a lot more we want to achieve. So even with, the, like I said, even with those little stereotypes and those little things. We just kind of need to slowly start to get that out your mind because until we can break that roof and until we can stop talking about each other, being on each other's asses, cracking these jokes that, you know, in hindsight is funny, but it's really hurting us. We, we just going to have a long way to go, man. Agreed. Because look, like you say, bro, at the end of the day, look, you and Derek had the same work that y'all got that same muscle, same grind. That's one of the things you know why y'all as cool as y'all are. And it's like, it didn't matter, you know, where you're from, you know, where you know whether he African, whether you black. You know, it's the end of the day, I both got the same look, same hustle, same grind. And like that transcends, you know, you know, everything. Cause like it don't matter, like say, Juan, look, you you, you and me, you're like, yo, it's like, oh man, yo, we black, you know, brotherhood and all that. But it's like, I'm lazy, I'm a bum. If I'm, you know, not trying, you know, do my part, you ain't gonna fool me regardless, and cause you know. And regardless, you know, whether, you know, black, you say, you know, we boys, we brothers, mm-hmm. if I ain't pulling my weight, you know, you ain't gonna be fooling me like that. So it's like, that's something like as the two groups that they can just realize like, okay, no, like, you know, a lot of black people, they, they can get their grind and they hustle long, you know, can pretty much get it out from nothing. Definitely hard work is like, you know, a lot, you know, Africans, you know, they do this, you know, they were good, you know, books like, okay, I'm struggling with this subject, you know, you know, get with him and then that can help me as well, then I can help him then just you don't know, build off of that bro just this little stuff and honestly we take it look, look at it we have a lot more in common than we do that's different so much so much bro and that's the sad part we got so much in common yeah and people and people don't even realize it oh but when they do look it's on and popping i ain't gonna say we're gonna you know create you know create wakanda or whatnot but hey look we can build up the community nonetheless.
Hey, you know, if people use the Wakanda and they feel like we could build that up as a positive stepping stone. Hey, whatever you need, you know what I mean? I was going to say, so what's y'all final thoughts? Fraser, what's your final thoughts? I'm talking Wakanda right now. And then people say I got uh, M'Baku face. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a M'Baku face ass nigga, apparently. Um, my face wasn't relevant before, but all right, I'm, I'm going to take the clout right now. I think it's a little past, but, you know, you got to take it. It is what it is. Hey, man, that's what the people are giving to you, man, to use to your advantage. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, my final thoughts, um, dope conversation that needs to happen more often, not just amongst us, because honestly, I feel like at this point, people know we have these type of conversations all the time. We're just, you know, pulling the curtain back so people could view it for themselves. But this conversation, it needs to be normalized within, the, you know, the Black and African-American, you know, communities. And once we do that, we'll be successful. So... That's what I would say. Well, what about you? Um, for people who don't know, go look up Pan-Africanism. That's basically what we were talking about. If you don't know the term, I'm not going to tell you. Go Google it. It goes to Garvey and Macomex. So just go give it a check and you'll see that we had a whole conversation about it today. Also, this is one of those conversations we had a great one, but we left so much on the table because it's just so deep of a conversation. So, you know, do your research, go read some books, you know, educate yourself on this because, you know, this is shit that people research. People do papers over this. People write books over this. Like, that's how deep this roof is. So educate yourself on it. We took 35 minutes, 40 minutes out of our day to have a great conversation about it but look more deep into it because we literally probably only hit on one percent of really what's going on but you know i love the conversation we had today yeah um one thing i could say you know we do normalize these conversations among ourselves honestly and i feel like um i think i think we did a good job i think we raised a lot of kind of awareness kind of something to think about about like hey let's get to the root of why i may look at somebody who i don't know and feel like they feel a certain way about me or why we we divide and everything like that because for instance i don't think there's nothing we can not do but we just got to be willing to try and communicate so i feel that was a good conversation Hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in to Therapy for Your Power Planes. We out. <laughs>